Hello, welcome to episode 22 of Daily-ish. Uh, this is a bonus episode this week, a surprise episode. It's a, it's What I'm doing actually is a test, and, and uh, this may be the last time this happens, or this may not actually get released. I'm testing out I don't, what I'm t- calling right now until I come up with a better name once I decide if I actually want to do it is Tech Talk Tuesday, Tech Talk Thursday, TTT. And so I'm going to do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays is the idea where I'll just pick a bunch of news stories that are interesting to me. So it won't just be tech. That's why it's a dumb name, but, you know, alliteration. Um, and and just talk about them. I, In a perfect world, I'd have maybe a co-host. I haven't decided if that would work. I'd like to just sort of have someone to bounce the discussion off of as as we go and just spend a few minutes or or longer on a, a few random topics of our mutual choosing uh, or maybe just my choosing. And so maybe it'll just be a way to spice up daily-ish with something like this. Um, it wouldn't be limited to 10 minutes. I might be might break it out into its own feed. I don't know how that'll all play out. It doesn't matter. Just ship it and then iterate and figure it out, right? So that's the idea. Episodes, uh, sorry, links for this episode. You will be able to find at goodstuff.fm slash daily-ish slash 22. And links will be a little more interesting for this style of show than the typical daily-ish just because... Um, that's basically what I'll be talking about is news and things like that. So um, for this week, I've just got, or this episode, I've just got a few interesting things I found. Uh, first off, over at Boing Boing, they have linked to the new Lego house. The Simpsons, sorry, <laughs> Lego house is not that interesting. The Simpsons Lego house. Uh, ages 12 and up, you can own the now own the Simpsons home in Lego, which... Uh, I've been getting into a lot with my son's kids, actually, all uh, two sons and a daughter, and they all three of them are, are enjoying playing Lego. The daughter's just, she's a year and a half, so she's not quite into putting things together, but she likes dragging pieces around the house and leaving them for you to step on and things like that. Anyways, the house, the Lego Simpsons house, looks really interesting. Actually, it looks like a pretty good replication of it. It uh, comes with some minifigs, of course. Um, Simpsons-related minifigs, the... Uh, um, what can I say? The car, I think, is all included. Um, what else? I think I, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's 200 bucks. Yikes. That's not cheap, <laughs> obviously. And it includes six minifigs, Homer, Bar- Marge, Bart, Lisa, Maggie, and Ned Flanders. And you can remove the roof to access the different rooms inside. Our kids have no idea who the Simpsons is, are, Simpsons are, and so... It wouldn't be that interesting to them other than it's kind of a neat house um, and it would be more nostalgia kind of thing for us. Um, so, but I guess if you've got $200 in Amazon money or wherever you happen to buy your Lego, um, there's a good option for you. Star Wars Episode 7, Spy Shots. TMZ has leaked from, again, from Boing Boing, this, this comes. TMZ has leaked a set of photos from the Tunisia set of Star Wars Episode 7 that reveal that J.J. Abrams' flick will feature life-size creatures and vehicles, not just digital effects, which is awesome because um, I found the last, like the prequels, Star Wars Episode One, Two, and Three, the digital effects as good as they were supposed to be. At you know, it's the best company in the world supposedly working on digital effects, very obviously digitally affected effects, and so I I like the return to actual physical elements that both for the actors to work against as well as for the audience to see. They'll still, you know, paint the backgrounds and, and things like that in 
digitally, I'm sure, and, and make adjustments. But I prefer it more in the vein of like Photoshop is used with photos where it's subtle changes. You don't really notice it. It's a bit of the skyline adjustment or the sunset or, or whatever, but and you know, slight skin tone adjustment. But it's not so obvious that you are like, oh my goodness, that's been Photoshopped. So that's, uh, that's exciting, I guess, to see that JJ Abrams and crew have sort of a, a bit of a return to the way the original Star Wars trilogy was made uh, with without so much focus on using digital effects that can just allow you to do anything. So um, I'm sure there'll be a, still plenty of digital effects, though, but hopefully it's within reason. Um, this week, Apple had their big WWDC keynote, which I talked about in the previous episode of Dailyish a bit more in more detail. There's, um, what was I, my search result didn't uh, didn't bring me over what I wanted to say or talk about. So I guess I will just leave it at that. Never mind. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> one related Apple related thing though is that from techhive.com is has Apple opened the door to Bitcoin apps and so with the new App Store review guidelines it looks like they might be allowing things like other currencies like Bitcoin apps may facilitate transmission of approved virtual currencies provided that these do, they do so in compliance with all state and federal laws for the territory in which the app functions so interesting times in virtual currencies and um, I'm assuming Apple will probably take their cut along the way um, but it looks like uh, Bitcoin enthusiasts, anyways, are optimistic that it's going to pave the way for more adoption of that. Um, maybe this is the feature, actually. Uh, we're going back to Apple's developer announcement. The handoff is called, it's what it's called, but basically where you're using your Mac and your iOS device, your iPad or your iPhone, and you can uh, switch from one to the other instantly where you and pick up where you left off. So, um, if apps, as they support it, if they have an iPhone version and a desktop version, and you can continue writing your email from your phone on your Mac or working on a pages document on your Mac and then carry it away and work on it with your phone, great idea. Hopefully it actually works as advertised because it will it can often be that the in, currently, even in things like pages or Keynote Apple, actual app, Apple apps, where the mobile version is the app is limited, doesn't have as many fonts, doesn't have, and so you're losing things as you transition to the mobile version. So we'll see. Uh, over on Kotki.org, Jason Kotki's fabulous blog that's been around forever in terms of the internet anyways, he's got a new feature called Boost, and it's an opportunity to promote individual Kickstarter campaigns on Kotki.org through sponsored posts. And uh, I'm bringing this to attention not so much just for Jason or for Kickstarter in particular, but just that it's an interesting new way of both uh, content creators, like a blog writer, a podcast producer, for example, like myself, to uh, promote and sell sponsorships and ads, and then also for people who are doing things like a Kickstarter campaign to get in front of it. And so it's it's kind of like a micro-sponsorship or a micro-ad, I guess, on Kotki. It's a sponsored post. It'll be featured just for one week, so it's not like you are you get to pay and you can, you know, in the same way that bigger advertisers would pay an ad uh, and have an ad appear for a month or whatever. And the interesting little kicker, so to speak, is that if the campaign doesn't meet the goal, in this case the Kickstarter campaign doesn't meet its goal, then you don't pay for your boost, just like with Kickstarter. So... Um, which, I mean, that has interesting ramifications, obviously, as well. But just carrying that Kickstarter model of, 
you don't pay unless you gain kind of idea over to advertising and sponsorship is an interesting idea and um, something that, uh, you know, I don't know how that would play out in sponsorship of podcasts and things like that, but um, it could be a neat way to help smaller creators or or uh, producers of stuff on the web that where they want to get their thing out in front of people just to be a little easier than, you know, having to have a big ad campaign and things like that. Um, so who knows? We'll see where it goes. He just started it um, and uh, today, June 3rd. And so we'll see see where that goes. It will appear as ads in the post or on the like on the site, on the RSS feed and on Twitter and just uh, one project per week. So if your uh, Kickstarter campaign is going to end soon, you're, and you're, that week's taken, you can't do it. So something to check into. Finally, uh, I kind of went through a few different or only a couple sites this week but uh, again back to techhive.com 8 OS 10 uh, features we could use right now so the new preview of uh, of uh, OS 10 was announced like I said uh, yesterday and so they're just listing a few of the features that they wish could be enabled right now uh, the one big one like I was saying is um, continuity which is actually handoff. So I don't know if the branding of where the branding falls, but um, oh, continuity. Sorry, is the TechHive title, but anyways, shared AirDrop is one feature. So AirDrop is where you can send a, uh, a document from your iPhone to your Mac or a friend's Mac with as long as you're on the same network, and um, then you can rather than having to email files and things like that, you can just pop open the share tab send it through airdrop between each other handoff like i said earlier mac iphone integration which is i think is going to be great as much as i don't make that many phone calls with my iphone being able to just be on a web page already looking at say a restaurant or or um, a hotel or something like that and being able to just click the button on the on your uh in your web page on the web page and have it use your phone to dial but still use your mac speaker system to actually talk um and then also have caller id displayed on your mac if a phone call comes into your iPhone um, is kind of neat and, and makes sense and is something Skype has had for a while but with Skype integration, but obviously that doesn't carry over into your regular phones. Um, Instant Hotspot is another one that's going to be great. I use this a lot, um, especially traveling. My wife has an iPad without um, data connection and uh, or going to a coffee shop where there's no Wi-Fi and, and you want to just quickly set up a, a wireless hotspot using your phone's data plan. Uh, you can do that right now. It's there's uh, you know, a few steps on your phone to turn it on, and then you join the network on your computer. Now, what's going to happen is, you know, iOS eight and uh, OS ten. It'll just be your if your phone is nearby, it'll be there as an option already. Uh, assuming you've, you know, presumably you've turned it on or in- enabled it as a feature on your phone, um, it'll just appear in your as one of your wireless networks, and you won't have to worry about passwords and things. It'll just uh, allow you to set up and connect to it. So I don't know how that'll carry over to, um, you know, if there's another person sitting next to you, presumably there's some sort of authentication between your, your Mac and your phone. Um, but another big one is, uh, SMS relaying, which is where your text messages also from people who aren't using iMessage can be sent via the iMessage interchange and, um, be able to send and receive them on your Mac, not just on your phone. So, you know, everybody, every family has that one oddball who doesn't use uh, iPhone or iPad device for messaging. Now you can 
send SMS messages from your Mac as well and not have to worry about whether the device you're sending to is an iMessage or not, enabled device and things like that, and it'll they'll take care of that. So I think that's the, there's other stuff, Spotlight, iCloud Drive. They're, they basically list a lot of the features that are they, they announced, which obviously, you know, who wouldn't want it right now? Um, so um, that's all I have for this episode of Tech Talk Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, let me know in the comments. We don't have comments. Why am I saying that? Uh, let me know your comments and thoughts. Chris at goodstuff.fm, uh, at iChris on Twitter. It's a bit of a duplication. Kyle does a great show already called Transmission on, um, on Good Stuff. And I don't want to step on his toes at all in any way. Cause I think that's a great show to turn in, tune into for tech, science, design, more, where this would be my show, this idea anyways, for uh, as part of Dailyish maybe is just as a way to help me create a bit of content and uh, put out some episodes that are kind of just quick little glances at some news topics that I find interesting in a smaller bite-sized format, not recorded live necessarily, and, and just something for you to listen to as a maybe a quick update on what I feel is important anyways in the tech world and design and and just goofy stuff, obviously, like the Lego Simpsons house isn't uh, tech, or I guess it's sort of design. Anyways, that kind of stuff. Find it interesting. Let me know. If I don't get any feedback at all, I probably won't won't continue doing it. I'll just go back to continuing the regular daily-ish episodes of random thoughts from my head. But uh, this is more like a short, bite-sized, newsy topic kind of discussion or show. <laughs> How's that for a pitch? I bet you're just rushing to your phone and to your email devices right now to send me an email at chris at goodstuff.fm or iChris on Twitter with your thoughts after that amazing pitch. So thank you for listening. Thanks for putting up with this uh, little experiment. Uh, I, like I said, I'll do it again maybe on Thursday. I have to try it more than once to see if it's truly going to stick. And uh, uh, tune in then, I guess. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>